What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your, ho- I'm your host, Justin Roman. And guys, I hope you all are having a wonderful Wednesday morning. Guys, we're uh, inching closer to the uh, the championship rounds or the championship matchups, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. Uh, guys, uh, you know, it's been a crazy week. Uh, it's going to be a crazy week, you know, um, even though the Giants are done uh, this season, um, I'm, you know, there's still, you know, there's still other sports that New York fans can watch, you know, um, if you're a hockey fan like me or if you're a, obviously my, the Houston Rockets aren't doing anything good. I'm expecting the Rockets to get the number one draft pick in the NBA draft, and the only thing I can support right now is the Los Angeles Kings. Thank God the Kings are winning, you know, because that's the only thing, that's the only team I can support right now, you know, um, hey, and look at, hey, that's the, that's the great part, you know, that's the best part of being a fan, you don't, you don't have to worry about every, you don't have to worry about one, one of your teams struggling when you're literally a fan if you are a fan of every other sport, either that's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever. But guys, today we're gonna be talking of Giants football. Um, and obviously, guys, yesterday, uh, the Joe Shane, Brian Dayball, both of these guys. It's clear to say these guys. This is a great duo. You know, um, I thought Joe Shane did a great. I thought he had a really successful offseason, you know, addressing the needs the Giants, you know, needed to fill out. You know, I thought Brian Dayball as a head coach is, you know, he's a genius at, you know, at coaching, you know, just seeing how he's gotten every, every, just getting everything out of these players as he can and literally taking this roster to the, uh, to all the way to the NFC divisional round. It's crazy, you know, um, and I'm very excited, you know, for the off season, you know, um, but anyways, guys, I want to talk about the off season. That's, you know, the off season happens in like three months, you know, let's worry about right now. And right now, Joe Shane has a lot of, he has a lot of things that he needs to, uh, he, he has a lot of things on his plate he has a lot of things that he needs to figure out what he's going to do with Daniel Jones and what he's gonna, and what he's what's he going to do with Saquon Barkley and yesterday I came up with a scenario that I don't want to happen I since we're in a quarterbacks league now I did say yesterday just hearing just, like you look at the overall like you look at the overall like how court, like you look at the overall uh, contract negotiations that happen nowadays in the NFL. Running backs don't get a lot of praise. Running backs don't get a lot, you know. Running backs don't get, you know. Run, running backs don't, they don't get the same amount of price or like money wise. They don't get the same amount as quarterbacks because we are in the quarterbacks league now. And that was one thing that came to uh, came to mind. What if the Giants don't pay Saquon Barkley and just let him walk out and another team 
like I, I just don't see how another team's gonna pick him up because obviously because of one, Saquon Barkley's injury history, and two, who's gonna want him? I don't see any other run I don't see I don't see any other team that needs a running back besides us. You know, Saquon Barkley, he fits this offense. He makes this offense go. He's the reason that he's the reason why Daniel Jones was balling out this season. Because a lot of defenses, they don't know who to focus on. Either either they have to focus on Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones because they both have the ability to run. You know, um, I don't want Saquon to walk out in fragrancy. You know, I want this guy to be a giant for life because one, he, you know, he was born in the Bronx, you know, um, and he should stay in the Bronx because he is a he is a generational talent. I think we know. I think we can all agree on that. You know, um, so I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm hoping Joe Shane can get Saquon to. Uh, I'm just hoping they can agree on something. According to what Saquon Barkley, uh, according according to what Saquon Barkley saying, he wants. Saquon Barkley wants a Christian McCaffrey-like deal, so somewhere around 15 to 16 million dollars, which I just don't think Joe Shane's gonna do that. You know, I just don't think he's gonna do that when he has to. Like, okay, maybe you can. Hopefully, you can franchise tag Daniel Jones at a minimum deal, maybe around you know 30. You know, well, Daniel Jones franchise tag is around 30 million dollars. You know. I don't know now the guaranteed money is going to be the problem because we don't know how much he I don't we don't know how much guaranteed money Daniel Jones wants either. A lot of people are saying that he it's going to be around 120 million dollars guaranteed. Hopefully that doesn't take away a lot of money so you can pay Saquon Barkley, but I just don't know. I just don't know. But at the at the end of the day, a lot. Of, a lot of people say that it's easy it's easy to find another running back in this league than a quarterback. You know, um but look it. It's not it's it's not that I don't disagree with that, but it's just what I'm just I just want what I just I'm just I'm going down the path I'm going down is what's what's best for this offense. Saquon Barkley he is the best piece for this offense. Why would you want to get rid of him? When you don't even know what when you don't even know if there's gonna be a better running back prospect than Saquon Barkley. You know? Unless you get a unless you get a running back out of Alabama or, or uh, Ohio State or one of these top colleges, Penn State, whatever. You know, but I just don't I don't know. But look. Oh, I was, I did, when I was thinking about that whole scenario in my head, you know, and trying to figure out what Joe Shane and Brian Dibble can do, I, you know, I was, you know, I was, I came up, you know, with a bunch of scenarios, different scenarios, you know, because you can't have one scenario. You got to have different, you need to have different ways to make any situation go, you know, um, and I came up with these crazy steps on that Joe Shane and Brian Dayball can follow that can close the, you know, that can close the talent gap on this Giants roster. You know, look at, 
1980 Ray Perkins Giants finished in fifth and last place in the NFC East with a 4 and 12 record. But the 9 7 1981 Ray Perkins Giants ended an 18 year playoff drought and beat the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles in the wildcard game. It helped that general manager George Young, God rest his soul, was lucky enough to use the second overall pick in the 1981 NFL draft uh, on one Lawrence Taylor. You know, the Joe Shane Giants have a large talent gap, as we can all see, to close with the Eagles and 49ers and Cowboys. And LT ain't wet. And Lawrence Taylor, he's not walking through the big blue door. But it isn't any more of an impossible dream than the 2022 Giants reaching the playoffs with a new regime after reaching rock bottom in 2021. Not in this wacky week-to-week, year-to-year NFL. Ask, you know, ask uh, the Trevor Lawrence uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and ask all the teams that can, em- you know, empath- empathize with Humpty, uh, Humpty Dumpty and his great fall. Ask the Sean McVay Rams. Ask, you know, ask the uh, Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers. Ask the Cliff Kingsbury Arizona Cardinals. Ask the Mike Vrabel Tennessee Titans. So, the question is, how how does Joe Shane and Brian Dayball close the gap? Okay, here's how. Number one, Danny Dollars, a.k.a. Danny Dimes. Look at it. All, obviously, it always starts with the quarterback. You either have you either have one who can get you to to a Super Bowl or you don't. Dayball worked wonders with Daniel Jones, but understands this kid is not Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts, you know, or what Trevor Lawrence is destined to be, and sooner rather than later. But look, but look, Brock Purdy has the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. The lesson here is if you surround your quarterback with enough playmakers and protectors, you give him and yourself a chance. You know, and it's clear to say Daniel Jones doesn't have that. Brock Purdy undoubtedly feels like a kid in a candy store and one draft and one free agency won't enable Daniel Jones to feel that way, of course, but the Giants will be paying him to take another leap forward, you know, toward Eli Manning's, you know, uh, you know, Eliteville, New Jersey, you know, residence in his second year in the day ball system. The return of Vondo Robinson and development of, you know, relevation Isaiah Hodgins and right tackle Evan Neal will help. Look at it is not lost on Joe Shane that the Eagles have thrown money and resources at the trenches on both sides of the ball, and he began following that model, you know, in his first draft, which he drafted Kayvon Thibodeau, Evan Neal, you know, um, Evan Neal, offensive lineman, and um, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, defense uh, edge rusher for uh, from from the Oregon Ducks, Oregon Ducks, and Evan Neal, offensive lineman from Alabama, you know. Um, and the third and fifth rounds and a defense alignment in the fifth round. You know, yes, the Giants need an inside linebacker to help Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. Post pay cut. Stop the run, but trench warfare is at a premium against the Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys and Commanders as well. You know, number two, get Danny Dimes a go-to guy. And what I mean by that, Joe Shane volunteering that there are number one receivers at home right now, you know, 
uh, dismisses the reality that Jamar Chase, who's playing with the Bengals, A.J. Brown, who's playing with the Eagles, and Debo Samuel, who's playing with the 49ers, are still alive for a Super Bowl berth. Patrick Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins, but he's Mahomes. We all know how great Patrick Mahomes is. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, I think it's clear, clear to say he's going to be taking over this league. He's going to be taking over this league for the next 10 decades, you know, because Patrick Mahomes, he's just, uh, he's just what I, what I call an all-around great quarterback. If the Giants were one player away, a trade for DeAndre Hopkins or T. Higgins would make some sense, but uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he'll be 31 years old, and the Giants are not one player away. Stephon Diggs was 26 years old when Joe Shane's ho uh, former boss, Brandon Bean, traded for him. The Giants draft uh, draft 25th and could find a number one receiver there. See, look at Justin Jefferson. Justin, and this surprised a lot of people. Justin Jefferson, who I thought was the second uh, best receiver in that in you know the 2020 draft class. This dude was drafted 22nd overall, or possibly with the 57th pick in the second uh, round. See, uh, look at AJ Brown or or Debo Samuel, Joe Shane, who is committed to building through the draft rather than turning into a drunken sailor in free agency. Has this guy has nine draft picks, four of the first 100. So that's another reason. Number two, Paquan, aka Pay Saquon. You get it? Pay Saquon Barkley. Figure out a way to keep Saquon in. He, you know, like I said before, he helps Daniel Jones the way that Christian McCaffrey helps Brock Purdy. Daniel Jones called him the best back in the league. You know, Saquon Barkley told the Post, I appreciate that. It's a dope compliment when it comes out of a guy like that. When that comes out of his mouth and smile, I agree with a little bit. You know? Though that's those those are three scenarios I just came up with. Number four, a nod for Wink. Wink Marndo, who Wink Marndo, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, who had a very impressive season. Look at everyone in and around uh, everyone in and around 1925 Giants drive wants defensive coordinator Wink Marndo to capture that elusive head coaching job, and at the same time hopes and prays he's back. Make him an offer and he can't refuse to stay if push comes to shove and even if it doesn't. That's four. Number five, smart, touch, and, de and uh, dependable. You know, what I mean by that is this. Look, at, in the summer of 1999, following that devastating 1998 AFC Championship game loss in Denver, Bill Parcells, uh, this is when Bill Parcells was with the New York Jets. Uh, Bill, Parcell, uh, Bill Parcells Jets coaching staff wore t-shirts that read start over. It was a reminder that just because the 1998 Jets were so close to the Super Bowl, the, 1990, the 1999 team that accomplished nothing and should take nothing for granted, Vinny Testaverde would tear his Achilles in the opener, and that was that. That was when Shannon Sharp was, you know, we all know Shannon Sharp is one of the one of the best tight ends in the history of football, in my opinion. You know, Brian Daybaum masterfully energized and united the building and on Tuesday was named NFC Coach of the Year, which it shouldn't be a surprise. You know, in the annual committee of 101 National Media Awards, giving the buy-in from players uh, strangulated in the grips of a suffocating losing syndrome was beyond John Mira's wildest dreams. You know, when 2020, when 
2023 training camp opens, Dayball, obviously, he's going to need to get the same buy-in he did as a rookie head coach from a new team with a host of new faces in the face of greater expectations. Jim Fossil was 10-5-1 and a wild-card uh, playoff loser as a rookie head coach in 1997, but faltered to 8-8 uh, eight eight in 1998. On the other hand, Bill Parcells was 3-12-1 as a rookie head coach in 19, uh, 1983 and rebounded with a 9-7 team in 1984 that lost in the, uh, that lost in the divisional round. So look at no, there are never look at there are never any guarantees, especially nowadays in this NFL. But John Mara and Steve Tisch and Giants fans have every reason to believe that their franchise is in good hands. The 2023 NFC landscape shouldn't scare anybody. If anyone can close the gap on the Eagles and 49ers and the Cowboys, believe that Joe Shane and Brian Dayball can, you know? And that's why, you know, I mentioned all this, you know, because I feel like just, you know, you go back to obviously Joe Shane and Brian Dayball, they're coming from the Bills. You know, you look at how Brandon Bean and how he built that Bills team. You know, why do you think the Bills are one of the biggest teams in the AFC? You know, because Brandon Bean, you know, he worked things out with uh, Sean McDermott. And look what happened. They turned Josh Allen into a, into a scary quarterback. You know, like this guy's running over defensive linebackers, you know. But, you know, obviously Josh Allen, he's a big dude, you know, with a strong arm, you know, who can hurdle over you as well. You know, but everything I said might not happen you know you know like if the giants were gonna have to pay saquon barkley you know there's gonna be some point at a time where maybe you're gonna have to end up taking some money out of your out of one of your players contracts to give saquon if you really think saquon it you know if saquon uh can make this offense go deep into the playoffs possibly to the super bowl and got a quarterback in Daniel Jones who's vastly improved you give him a number one receiver that's young enough like a T Higgins that can make big plays you know and you have it and the defense looks like it's gonna get better I thought the Giants defensive line looked a whole lot better than it has looked in years you know the secondary still needs work and the linebacker the linebacking core needs a lot of work as well you know, um, and the offensive line has a lot of building to do. So, but look at Joe Shane. He, he came from the Brandon Bean uh, building block. You know, I'm very, I think Joe, don't be surprised. What? Don't be surprised if you see Joe Shane, you know, hope, you know, Joe Shane, but you gotta, you gotta understand, you know, people say that the best GMs make the tough, make tough decisions, you know, um, and if it's gonna come down to that point, if Joe Shane is really good GM, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna make tough decisions. And obviously, he showed that last season with the James Bradbury situation, where James Bradbury, you know, like the Giants didn't want the Giants didn't want him to go, you know, but they had to because of the big cap, uh, the big money problem. They, we couldn't pay him because, you know, um, uh, Joe Shane was he was. He was stuck in a he was stuck in a big hole with all this money, and he couldn't pay James Bradbury, so he let him walk in free agency. So, and the Philadelphia Eagles picked him up. So Joe Shane, he right there, he he has shown you that he has the he has the guts, 
and the bravery to uh, make tough decisions, you know? <sighs> but let's hope he can find a way to let Saquon, let's hope he can find a way to get Saquon, to keep Saquon in New York, you know? Um, so let's see what happens. But yeah, guys, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And yeah, those are my, uh, those are my, um, those are my steps that I'm hoping Joe Shane and Brian Dayball can do, you know, as the offseason uh, gets, uh, as the offseason, you know, which is, we're not that far away from the NFL offseason. The offseason starts somewhere around March, which we're like, what, two, three months away from uh, the month of March. So let's see what happens, but I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I will be, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be doing my picks. I'm not going to be doing my picks tomorrow. I'm going to do my uh, picks on Friday because the uh, championship rounds, you know, for the NFC, the AFC championship game and the NFC championship game are both on Sunday. So I'm going to be doing my picks on Friday. I hope so. Just a heads up right there. I hope you guys enjoyed this crazy podcast. I enjoy, I'm very, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, thankful for all of you listening to this, uh, to this amazing, uh, uh, podcast and, you know, um, and yeah, but tomorrow I'll see you guys talk more, you know, so we can talk more Giants football as this crazy, you know, whole crazy situation continues, but until then I'm out. Peace.